How would you like to up your hashtag game? If you've ever wondered what is going on in the nebulous world of hashtags, you've come to the right place today. And we'll talk about what kind of topics to share on Instagram. All this and more coming up on our monthly member Q&A episode where I answer podcast supporters' questions. And if that sounds intriguing, stay tuned because I've got a hashtag resource you won't want to miss. It's Ruthie from RuthieGray.mom, and welcome to Instagram Insider Hacks. So easy, your mom can do it. This is the podcast that teaches you how to authentically deliver your message in a non-pushy way. If you want to receive engagement and investment on your Insta time, listen in. And now, here's your host, me, Ruthie Gray. Our first question comes from Pat Finner of Breakthrough Homeschooling on Instagram. And Pat says, how do you get that see post sticker on a shared post? And here's what she's talking about. Have you ever watched someone's story and they had a graphic in their story and it was obviously from someone else's feed? So when you tapped on that square graphic, In that story, a rectangle with the transparent word see post popped up. That's because the person shared someone else's feed post. So if I share Pat's feed post to my story, which I do sometimes, and you view that story and you tap on it, a transparent rectangle see post sticker pops up. Then when you tap on that sticker, it takes you to Pat's feed post so you can read it. Make sense? Instagram gives us fun little ways to interact and support one another just like this. I usually like to go the extra mile when I'm sharing someone's post to my story and click the at mention sticker to tag the person so others can know that this photo belongs to Pat or whomever. It's just nice to go the extra mile. Our next question comes from Don Clingy from Don Clingy on Instagram. And she says, how narrow should your niche be on Instagram? Is there an ideal number of topics to stick to? (laughs) That's a great question. So your niche doesn't have to be super narrow, but you should have one overarching topic. The more you do that, the better off you are because it helps you to stand out. But before you go into a brain cramp, just know that another thing that makes you stand out is the variety of posts you share. And that's where the topics Dawn mentioned comes into play. There is no set number of topics. You can have anywhere from five to nine. Some experts even say up to 12. Now, I don't advocate having that many because you could be super all over the map that way. However, you could have five topics and then subtopics. I personally have seven, and it's a challenge to keep up with them. However, just know that in some seasons, like a podcast launch, for example, 
you may only use a handful of your topics and you may not hit on all of them. Some people have monthly topics, which I've seen that work quite nicely. It kind of helps your audience to associate with what you're teaching that way. So there is advantage there. For instance, my topics are Instagram education, my coaching services or other Instagram products like my authentic Instagram engagement course my or my new Go Live Jumpstart kit, testimonies, my faith, personal like family and marriage, travel, although right now during COVID-19, it's pretty sparse lately, and funny quotes on midlife. The main thing I always say is remember to be real and share the person behind the account frequently in stories, in the feed, in IGTV, and by going live and change it up. Don't share your product in every single post. You know what? That's the surest way to deaden your audience. Use variety and jot down a few topics that you can share. Number three question comes from Meg Gleasoner from Letters from Home podcast on Instagram. And she asks, I'd like to know how to use a hashtag properly. Well, talk about a can of worms. (laughs) Okay, so we could be here all day. And I actually have a whole webinar dedicated to this that if you really want to know how to use a hashtag properly, I will insert it in in the show notes. It's called the one hour hashtag formula toolkit. And it's very, it's, it's helped many of my pro coaching members and you can pick that up if you want. So go to the show note links, but here is a short answer. How to know how to use a hashtag properly. First, go for the hashtags under 100,000 posts so that you have a chance to show up at the top of the hashtag hub. Under 10,000 posts is even better. Okay, and if you're confused on this, more on this later. Secondly, make sure some of your hashtags relate to your photo, at least some of them, even if that's not what your caption is about. Instagram is cracking down even more on this. This is how they determine whether your photo or graphic is valid and your account is valid. Then do your research. Don't just throw hashtags up there. If you're talking about hair care, find some good hashtags. Don't just throw up hashtag hair. There are over 200 million posts with that hashtag. If you're a homeschooler, Put words together like loved homeschool, like long tail keywords, and not just hashtag homeschool with 4 million posts. How will you rise to the top that way to be seen in that hashtag hub? My best posts come from well-researched, time-tested hashtags. So if you use a group of hashtags and your post doesn't take off, don't discredit them. Try them again another day or time and possibly mix them with other hashtags. It takes a few tries. Don't bother adding hashtags later, like weeks or days later after your post, like in the comments. 
don't do that. You're just wasting your time because your post is time sensitive. So it's not going to boost that post. It will remain in the same timestamp for that date on the same day that everyone else made their posts. To be good at hashtags, you have to do the work and the research. It doesn't just automatically happen. Be willing to put in the time. For more information on hashtags, grab my Instagram hashtag hack handbook with 10 ways to reach your audience today. You can have this digital download by going to ruthiegray.mom forward slash hashtag and donating to the podcast for just $5 and you'll get your question answered with a shout out on the podcast, just like I'm doing right now. And as far as getting under 10,000 on your posts, on your hashtags, do your research. Even You can even go on desktop on Instagram and type in your hashtag and it will show you the list of hashtags that's under that topic. And then just look for the number beside it. For instance, right now, I'm on my hashtag or I'm on my laptop. Sorry, I'm not on my hashtag, but I'm just typing in hashtag love on my laptop in the desktop of Instagram. And there are one billion posts on love, okay? So what you need to do is scroll down and see if you can see some more. Like there's one that says love quotes, that's 27 million. One says love yourself, 57 million. And you wanna go even lower and lower and lower and lower until you can find one that's like between 10,000 and 100,000. That's what I'm talking about. There is one here and you have to drill down and you have to go into hashtag hubs, but there's one here that is the lowest it goes is love handmade. And that has 472,437 posts. So go lower so that you can be seen in the hashtag hub. All right, and number four question for the week. And this is by Kathy Ladansky. She's a good friend. She's an Instagram coaching client, pro member client. Um, and she did my very first interview. So go to episode four to learn how she's getting clients to come to her in the DM without sales pressure. But Kathy asks this. Is it good to use larger hashtags to show up first in the hashtag hub? And I wanted to ask this on the heels of the last question. So honestly, the truth is, yes, you can do a few. So here's what I advise. Match your hashtags to your audience size. The smaller you're following, the smaller the number. I do think there is merit to adding two to three hashtags above the 100,000 mark every so often, and maybe even every post, because you never know when you'll get seen. Just don't focus them all there. It has worked for me, and it's also worked for some of my clients. 
Again, the main thing to remember is to be consistent in trying out your hashtags and do your research. Don't just plaster a bunch in that you find or that someone's giving you from their free download. We all have seen these floating around and they really don't do you any favors. You need to go find your own set of hashtags. The more you can personalize your hashtags, the better off you'll be. Thanks for listening to the member Q&A episode of the month. And be sure to go to the show notes and grab the links that I mentioned in this podcast, the hashtag hack handbook. It's really hard to say that. Try to say that five times fast. But um, you can pick that up and just really focus in on your your topics and your hashtags and all of that. And as always, be sure to follow me on Instagram at RuthieGray.mom. And if you do that, if you've just found me, be sure to come over and say hello and introduce yourself. And stay tuned for next week when you'll hear episode nine, my interview with Melanie M. Red on how big numbers don't necessarily equal big engagement. Thank you for listening to Instagram Insider Hacks. So easy your mom can do it.